It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to it on a Tuesday. I want to thank the folks from Beatrice Baker for this hour of sports radio talk. In whatever direction we end up in, because I particularly, I give you no guarantees of where this conversation will end up. Um, 424-645-685, Sarder Heyman text on Honda Lincoln Hotline. Follow the Sarder Heyman Jewelry video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and... Drum roll now. Twitter. Live on Twitter. Look at us go. We're all grown up. I we're love all, Twitter. We're all grown up. That's how you know you've made it when you start streaming on Twitter. How about that? All right. Shout out. Shout out that name. Shout out to Elon Musk and getting us. No, Shout I'm just out. kidding. He didn't do any of this. He did none, <laughs> he did none of this. He did none of this. You get no credit. And he will like he it. He will like it. He will like it. Although I will take some of your money, please, and thank you. He has so much money. It's, un- it's an unnecessary amount of money. He has so much money. You think if I, if I, if you met him uh-huh. and you asked him for like $100,000, you think he'd just be like, Here, well, I mean, he wouldn't. But he, like, he, wouldn't, he but could, he like, he could just like, if, if somebody asked for $100,000, he could just like hand it to you and then just be like, okay. If all of us asked for $100,000, he could do it. Oh, yeah. All of us. And he would still have a lot of money. <laughs> he would still have so much money. <laughs> How do you have... What do you... Why? I, I don't know that I would be good at that. At managing all that money? At, at ha- Yeah, I don't think I would be I good. would have to hire multiple people to manage my money for me. Well, to manage me managing money. I I think I'd be okay. Well, I, I would no, need, I, I would need for I would need a separate house for all the stupid purchases that I make. I would need several houses for different. Like I would have just a sports house. Actually, that's a lie. I would buy a team. Oh, I absolutely. I would buy, buy a team. Who would you buy? Would you buy the Patriots? I don't know. Right? Would, <laughs> would you buy the Patriots? If you if you if you had Elon Musk, if money, you could buy, any or would you team? buy the league? Can you? Or would you buy a league? Which is league that enough? Would you? Oh, which the NBA. League, which you you you? Oh, buy, buy the NBA. See, I would buy baseball because it's so many games and so much. It's outdoors. I would buy baseball and I would make it fun. How would you make it fun? I would allow fun to happen. I would first off, I would allow the videos to be shared online without penalty of getting the videos taken down. Because it, I understand the whole copyright trademark, like those things. But if somebody is just on Twitter and MLB like posts a video, and somebody like has a video and it, it credits MLB and they post it saying something, uh, that video might not last the entire day. It'll get taken down by the MLB. I'm like they're just trying to help. They're pushing well, more you, you, more baseball on people. Well, but they also want to control. I get that. The NFL and the NBA are like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Gus says Rico would buy the Knicks and make them good. <laughs> Dude, if I bought the Knicks, they – I the thing is I would buy the Knicks you would change and then the I wouldn't – no, I wouldn't do anything. 
I would buy the Knicks. Just go. And, and then I would be I would be Mark Cuban. Go be basketball. Like I would go be Mark Cuban. I would be Mark Cuban. Yeah. Like I'd just be Like cool I want to be front row yeah. in my own seat. The best thing about Mark Mark Cuban to me, Mark Cuban bought this team and then in the arena he put Slurpee machines. Boom. Like Boom. You're the greatest man. You're the greatest owner like ever. If, like if I have that much money, I'm gonna buy the Knicks, and then I'm just gonna let them be be a basketball team. I'm not gonna insert myself into like. If I like, think you say that. that Daniel should, Snyder, Daniel Snyder said that, and then no, that's I, not what happened. No, I would not. Uh, Doctor Tom says I don't think that Elon has an abundance of liquid assets. A lot of his net worth is wrapped in stock companies, etc. But still, he he. But he still has he still has billions cash. of dollars. Yeah, like he has money. Like it'd be Corbett so. says hundred K is couch money for for Musk. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know what I would do. Um in my head, all right, text on, let us know. What would you do? So Yeah, he bought Twitter for forty four so, million dollars. So for forty four million, like he had enough equity to, to, to buy Twitter for four hundred And he just he just wanted to four hundred million, four hundred and forty four forty two million dollars. So if you could buy a team for that. What team would you buy? What team would and you what buy? Would you do? What would you do with it? I'm like, telling you, I buy the Knicks so, and I would let them basketball. So for that amount of money, would you put a football team here in Nebraska in Lincoln? A basketball team here, a pro, an NBA Ooh, that I would want to do, right? An NBA and, team, and, an NFL team, probably. I'm not. sorry, and you're, you're right. It's 44 billion with a B. Oh yeah, so, billion. So for 44 billion, would you buy? Would you would you buy your way into the Nebraska athletic department? <laughs> I don't think it should take forty-four billion. No, but whatever it might. What would well, I would buy the NCAA <laughs> because apparently now you can do something like that. <laughs> like what would you do? Like I would take Mark Emmert's job that he is stepping down from. Right. Uh, Texas says I'd start the biggest NIL fund, which is the like to me that would not be a horrible thing to do. I would start the biggest NIL fund, but it's not for football or basketball. For they what? have their own. They have the their own. It's for everybody else. Oh, for everybody else. They have their own boosters. If I have this money, I'm doing it for the other sports. Would you make a, a, a professional track league? There is. It's the Diamond League. I would build a beautiful and, and, track in the and state nobody of Nebraska. Knows, and nobody knows about it. Well, they should. I would build a beautiful track well, in Nebraska. And I would make sure that there's a Diamond League meet here once a year. <sighs> That's a lot of money. Um... So for forty four billion, so Gus says he buy the Royals and not trade not every tra- prospect away <laughs> and lower better beer prices to make Nick happy. Oh yeah, he went on a rant the other day about yeah. the beer prices. It, well, he didn't go about the beer prices. It was about some. It was about the the hot dog prices because it was seven dollars for a hot dog, and he says that he likes to judge his food off of how long it takes to eat it. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's like seven dollars. It's like three bites. I, that, I that's not worth seven dollars. Uh, and then he said that he bought beer, um, but the thing is they don't have like the total on the card reader. So and she was like, just insert your card, and he did it without even thinking. Yeah. And then he got back, and his friend goes, so how much was it? And he goes, you know, I, I don't, don't know, I don't, don't know, <laughs> I don't know. And that that happens so many times. Yeah, he's like, I just instinctively, she's like, insert your card, and I did it. There's so many times where I have to correct the person and uh, what they're buying. Doctor Tom says I would buy the Panthers and relocate them, get some new management. And not have mediocre quarterbacks constantly. Amen, brothers. Amen to that. Amen to that. Oh. He had a chance to get Baker and just like, nah, we'd rather stay where we are. Whatever. Yeah, no worry. I, I, I'm i not sure. Like, a part of me would want to buy the WWE. 
E and or UFC. Mm. Which I've, one? Which one? Or both? I mean, you have forty-four billion. Yeah, I can buy them both, and then make them compete. Ooh. See, I would buy them both and have WWE performers actually fight in the UFC. Like, if you have beef with somebody, settle it. Like, as DP says, in the octagon. Right, like in the octagon, just to go, okay, uh, get me, get me Roman Reigns and and Brock Lesnar and put them actually in the octagon. We know Brock Lesnar can actually fight. Do we know if Roman Reigns can actually Roman fight? Roman Reigns could fight, but I'm just not sure he could fight uh, a national champion wrestler. Well, I don't know. The dude went through that tattoo ritual that, that he's gone through. That is tough. Uh, a little bit tough. Uh, Dusty says, what up, DP? I buy the number one recruiting class for all Husker sports and keep paying them to stay for four years. That that that's not a horrible idea because and this is why I, I did the whole nil thing I if I, you're complaining about it you have the chance to just do better than everybody else yeah I pay them to stay for three years because I want to send them to the NFL right unless they need to stay for a fourth year right I mean but I'd be I like think, I'd be like look your money <laughs> I I would say this but it wouldn't be true I'd be like your money runs out after three years. So no, you just set the get deal. yourself ready. Well, you just set the deal, right? I mean, here's the thing. So for whatever number Nebraska has in its NIL fund, mm-hmm. whatever that number is, we now know that there is a way for you to get top athletes here. So once you know what that number is and what their number is, it appears to me. So let's say we're each year on in Huskers football. They're going to be – 10 players mm-hmm. who receive maximum number, whatever that maximum number is, right? Mm-hmm. Max, max number. Max, max contract. Whatever that is. And then you set that up and you do it. And then you do the same thing for the say, starting five. If you make the starting five in basketball, X number of dollars. Yeah. And you did that for every sport. You cannot outspend the NIL fund. You know why? Because the NFL would be NIL fund would be endless, because boosters would cover you if you're putting a good product on the field. That's all yeah. the boosters want. They want they want access and then good results. And the boosters will be getting their money back if the the good results follow and the and the players that they are sponsoring do well and and you know then they have them come to you know what what the nil is and they they have events and those players come and sh- people show up and spend money think, think about you're it. making your money back think about it. you're paying the coach x number x million yeah let, let, let's use four million as, as as a number sure right what if you back that down to three and said it gives us a million a year to recruit the top talent and remember basketball you only need like you need five dudes you can make do with four well, we'll do five. We'll do five. Right, we'll do five. Everybody gets 200 grand. Doable. Doable. Rap. It's a rap. It's a rap. That is that is doable with with the first couple games. Right, it's doable. And it's one in and one out. Mm-hmm. It's one in and one out. And that's just the starter. That's just the thing that you do to get this thing moving. And then once you get them in, then other sponsors and other boosters and other cash mm-hmm. constituency mm-hmm. shows up. 
for the other stuff added on, and then you could take care of the second. You use, the, use the others to build the bench. Yeah, build a bench or whatever you want to do. Baseball, start nine, hundred grand each. Doable. Completely doable. Right, right. It's a done deal. Football. You could say, let's say, because the numbers are bigger. Let's say, if you're starting at the University of Nebraska, hundred grand. Coming in the door, so you know as a recruiting thing that listen, you can go to South Dakota, mm-hmm. or you can go to North Dakota, you can go to South Dakota State, you can go to all these other places. But if you come here, not only are you going to be around people of your level and caliber, but we're going to take care of you. Doesn't that simplify recruiting? You would think so. There's simplicity in this stuff, but this is why I get frustrated when the rest of the distracting peripheral conversation happens because focus people focus if you told me that nebraska has the one of the top nil funds in the country then you all then then based on your statement you know what the number is you have a number so what is that number is the is that number two million three million four million you can't tell me that you're going to compete with the powers if they're doing three million for a star player and that means they have three million in the fund for one person for one person let alone everybody so three million here at Nebraska let's just say three million mm-hmm. right you could get thirty one hundred thousand dollar players on the roster at any given moment for that three million dollars. I'd like to think that's a pretty solid team. That 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 sound that seems to me like a pretty solid team. I would like to think so. Right? And 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 if you're not doing well with that, then the issue is not the player, it's the people who are picking the players or the player who's managing the players. Cuz you have to think that's $100,000, you know, whatever, however the payments come out to it. Um and then if that's working out, if you're doing a great job coaching and this is working and you're winning, that can then lead to professional, professional. Uh, um, well, it's endemicon to you know building the building the facility after all this is said and done because of the contributions yeah. made and because he took. So imagine that if you're having that sort of success, it returns. It does. It, it returns, mm-hmm. and, and a those lot players of them, will see those players will see that, and they'll be like, "Okay, I get a hundred thousand here. I become a pro. I make that much. They took care of me. I'm going to help out. I'm going to give it and, back, and I'm going to take care of somebody else. Right? I'm going to give it back. Right? Or I'll do that, and for everybody, and then you can make some agreement. Most athletes think that if they had that sort of success, that they will pay back. Right? That they will put that back yeah. in. But remember, and the hundred thousand dollars is a steep. We could say fifty thousand dollars. I'd take fifty thousand dollars. Well, but, but for, for fifty thousand dollars, right? Yeah. For fifty thousand dollars, for every starter, that's a million bucks. You're not talking about doable, right? Like I, I don't understand. And then, you know, to go through this thing that 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 happens, if it's structured properly and it's managed properly, why is it being done? Like, I would ask the question, why didn't the NCAA do this before, right? Because it was greedy. The, the greed is the only answer that answers why student-athletes weren't, re, weren't receiving money before, right? Like, th- th- that's it. Except for there are people who would much rather win and would rather pay to win and have people show up, right? So there's always the boosters who want to come in and say, listen, what's it going to take for us to be successful, 
Why? Because it's better for the community. It's better for their business. It's better for their lives. We know how much better it is when we walk in here and talk about good stuff rather than talking about bad. Like, we don't get to control that, but it's much better for us to come to work when Husker athletic programs are successful mm-hmm. than it's when better. it's not. It's better. It's easier. It's more fun. Right? And But, but, we, but we also get more leverage when it's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it, it's an easy day to come in here when it's bad. Because the conversations are simple. There's a lot to talk about. Right. There's a lot to talk about. Now, it's not preferred. It's not preferred. No. It is not preferred. But what I, what I would ask is if money allows you an opportunity to do better within the programs, then why don't you just be functional in how you do it? We're not talking about ridiculous amounts of money when it comes to, to, to collegiate athletics. We're certainly not talking about egregious amounts of money for the University of Nebraska. Look, if you put $100,000 into the gymnastics program, how much better is the recruiting going to be? Off the charts. Yeah. Ten young ladies at $10,000 extra when they're not getting any right now. Guess what? People are going to oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. $10,000? Wait a minute. Sounds pretty good. I mean, think about it. If you could go through and say through NIL deals and proper funding and proper management, again, with boundaries set by the university and the community, right? Because community controls what is right and what is accepted by the university. Mm -hmm. So the community says, you know what? We love the volleyball program and you've got – you know, 15 girls, and we want to make sure that those 15 girls, that we constantly get the best 15 girls. Well, you're doing that now, but imagine how much better it would be getting over the hump if you said, uh, I don't know, an additional 10 grand for every volleyball player. It's not a lot of money. No. It's not a lot of money. It's, it's not. And when you look but at the lot, It's a lot of money to a college student. It's a lot of money to every college student. Yeah. Right, and that's just your starter, right? That's that's your starter. That's what gets this thing as a stipend rather than, like, just NIL. Mm-hmm. It's a stipend. Right? And you set that, and it's common. 30 baseball players. 10 grand each. Quick math. $300,000. Doesn't break the bank. Doesn't change the budget. Doesn't affect the bottom line in, in a negative way. If it's functional and forward-thinking and proactive, Nebraska can once again get get it under control Mm -hmm. and look good for it. Like, again, the agreement, the athletic agreement, the academic agreement that you you could pay students in good standing six grand at the end of each year if they they finished a year that way. Well, that deal was was set in, in motion in 2020. You had three years to put money aside to get this done because it's in the budget anyway. That that wasn't some random number that they came up with. Mm-hmm. That's a number that was in the budget, and they went, okay, this is something we can move to student-athletes and go, look what we did. Well, no, that's what everybody should be doing. That's what everybody was allowed to do, and now you're on board in year three rather than year one. Mm-hmm. You did the same thing. If you wait, you're going to look. You're going to take away your shine. You're going to take away your ability to say, we did the right thing because it was the right thing to do rather than everybody was doing it. You can't say, look, we're good people if 
more people have been doing the thing before you and you're only doing it now because you got caught not doing it. Well, here's the thing. You can't you here's you 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 can't the deal isn't for performance. The NIL deals aren't for performance. They're for connection to that student athlete and their name, image and likeness. Being able to to work in in agreement with the student athlete. And the the, the the agreement that they have with coaches, the same thing's in play. Coaches can leave after, even with a contract. There's buyouts. Mm-hmm. Like you can't ask something of the student-athletes that you don't ask of coaches. That was the student-athlete issue all along, was that coaches have the freedom to come and go as they please with buyouts, and people were openly negotiating buyouts through tampering and through otherwise. So, student, why would you ask more of the, the the teenagers and the and the and the twenty year olds than you do the forty and fifty year olds? It's a good question, right? And you allow student athletes to transfer or to change majors. So, if, if they can change majors, then what? Why do you care? Like we were having the conversation with the folks from 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 uh, Talking Tens, and I asked a question. How many people were fully formed at 17 years old? Very right? few, if any. Right? So why would you hold somebody to a 17-year-old to a four-year commitment? You're never the same person at 21 that you were when you were 17. You better not be. You got to grow. You got to grow. You're at college to grow, expand, evolve, get better. Right? So – and then your value as a 17-year-old high school senior is not the same as you at age 20. Mm-hmm. So why would you not allow the person to reset their value at age 20? You're worth more to an employee at 30 than you are at 25. So mm-hmm. why, do, why do we work backwards into thinking that you need to have control over all the – no, just be proactive in doing good things for the people involved so that the best is paid off later. It doesn't make, like, there's silliness. And the universities could go. There's going to be one university who says, you know what we're going to do? We're going to be proactive. We're going to create a value system based on revenue for each program that we deal with. And then we will set a number. And remember, none of the coaches can say anything because guess what if your coach is making six million there's enough money in the program for everybody on that roster to get a piece of this money to benefit the coach and then you can say hey coach guess what we'll put three million on the back end based on wins on production on good standing in the community and in the ncaa and in the big 10 conference or the pac-12 or the acc Like we know what the we, we we've got the revenue sheets for every program. We know how much money is brought in. Mm-hmm. We also know how much the boosters are putting in that never reached the ledger. Like we know this happens. Yeah. So imagine how wonderful it w- it was gonna be if you said, Hey volleyball, because of your success, you deserve and we as a group of collective regents regent members right said we're going to invest an additional hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year annually to the women's volleyball team 
Simple. Sounds great. Simple. Guess who all comes running for this? Everybody who supports the volleyball team. Mm-hmm. Let's do it for, for soccer. Let's do it for soccer. And they come together and they say, look, we, 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 don't, we didn't get the $8 million we got for football, but we got 80000 And then we distribute it amongst 15 soccer players, 20 soccer players. Are you, do you think those soccer players are unhappy about that? No, I think they're pretty happy that they're, they're getting they're pr- they're pretty happy about that. Yeah. Right? It helps with the tracking. It helps with the revenue streams. It helps with the engagement. It helps with the discussion over NIL. It reduces transfer portal issue, but it also makes you a bigger player in the transfer portal because everybody knows that you've got your stuff together. Mm-hmm. And you know the value of being a football player at Nebraska is different than being a football player at Nevada. As so it should be. Yeah. Like, people get caught up in the nonsense of paying attention to the shell game of the people who are maneuvering this thing to get you to talk about things rather than focus. Focus. You could put a hundred grand into each of the 22 programs. That's $2.2 million that you could immediately satisfy 80% of the people who are in those programs. Mm hmm. 100% of the people who support those programs. And it changes the way business is being done outside of the program. But instead, folks want to sit and play the show, the mental, the, the, the mentally lazy shell game, which is follow the dollar, follow the nonsense. No, what I want to do is remove the shell, show what's under it, and then make good decisions based on it in advance proactively for the good of everybody involved because it simplifies the conversation for the fan base. It simplifies student athletes and parents knowing exactly what's happening within the program. It, it, it makes the boosters happy because you get to see value for your buck, exact dollar. There's no mimicry. I don't have to hide. There's no shell game. I don't have to play the coin in your ear game to get people to give me quarters. No, what I'm going to say is ladies and gentlemen, This is how we are going to do business for the greater good of everybody involved. Simplicity for the chancellor and the president, simplicity for the the athletic director, simplicity for the directors, and simplicity for the compliance folks. Parents will know coming out the gate, listen, son, daughter, I can send you to South Carolina, Nebraska, or USC. And here's how they're all doing business. And remember, 17-year-old Rico, you're going to be different in two years than you are now. Mm -hmm. I will ask you to commit four years, but I know that through this policy and because we're doing business in advance, you're going to commit the two. And because I'm treating you right, from the get-go, I'm going to assume that you're going to want to be here because I gave you exactly what I told you I was going to give you when nobody else could do that. And I gave you enough to get you started. And then once you got here with 10 grand in pocket, 15 grand, 20 grand, 100 grand, you can now get to work in that space because they've put you on the shelf at this value. And you're one $100,000 kids, but everybody gets something. Why? Because we can. More importantly, because we should. 
And that's how business should be done. So yeah, if I got $44 billion, guess what? I changed the way business is being done. Let's we'll a break. More one-on-one when we come back. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible, they engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Lenticum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts. 